0: Welcome back to another episode of the Genius 3 Podcast. This is your host, Charlie Radio Williams. And this is Sean Luke. Welcome back, welcome, welcome back to another, another episode of the Genius 3 Podcast. We just did that Kind of conversation That happens when like You call somebody On the phone And they they need like Advice and then You give them about Like a five minute Like (laughs) And it's always the same Like it's like a perfect Five minutes of like The greatest advice You ever said Like Uh somebody should Be writing it down And then you find out That the phone Was just like Disconnected And that's
1: literally What just happened So
0: utopians, That's literally What just happened You (laughs) just missed out On a good ten minutes That was award winning Content Yeah we just had A nice little
1: award-winning conversation regarding deep, it was, awards it was deep and brief <laughs> and i forgot everything we just said no it's fine it's fine because you know ladies and gentlemen we are
0: here <laughs> no, for stop, another stop episode cutting already so ladies and gentlemen yeah. welcome back it's 2020 is it Yo, I feel like I'm it's hating. 2019 you know me, Cause no, I hate really? when you do the intro You do it
2: you, Wow you, Cause Not you do it, you do face, it well right? Thank you Appreciate You do it with that. some Navitas oh, uh, well, Fuck you, you know,
1: Cause it's supposed to be Now when I guarantee you When you When you listen to this Ladies and gentlemen Welcome to another episode Of G is for Geek Podcast With Sean Luke Charlie Radio Rainier- name And first. Hannibal Yeah, yeah Why, yeah, yeah, why yeah, keep you putting it? your name first <laughs> Cause I'm the first Oh so If you would have name first Stop would your name Okay so you wanna do What your name you want to get your name all right it's bad it? is it wait, wait wait
0: it's bad enough that even on oh, our logo you're like rough. i'm halfway in the picture in <laughs> our logo all right come on stop trying to hog everything all right i'm not
1: hogging everything i'm um, still giving you and hannibal equal credit no <laughs> just because my name is first first of all it easy. sounds better
0: charlie radio M's, oh. sean luke hannibal key hannibal how do you feel
2: why am i third
0: Uh, You're the engineer. engineer. Yeah,
2: I hope we look at these. First of all, it's not trying to break up our
0: routine, all right? New year, man. Step it up. Go ahead. I I hate you, (laughs) but I love you. Guys, and with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) welcome back to another episode of the G's Freaky Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Radio Williams, joined by Sean Luke and Hannibal King. He (laughs) just said all of that. You just oh, ladies just all Ladies and gentlemen, face.
1: welcome. This is a Shit the Shit show welcome, welcome. for those who are just first listening. Oh, yeah. we didn't say that. Yeah, we didn't say that in the 2020 okay. because we were so wrapped up in the recap. Right, that we just we just dive right in. You guys, got, you guys want guys guys it G. in. We yeah. literally dive in. We just shoot the shit. We talk, and we sometimes talk about our lives, and sometimes we talk about what's bothering us. And nine times <laughs> out, of so ten, can we, we make that clear politics. for? Can <laughs> we make that?
0: Can we make that clear for twenty twenty? So if you're listening to the G 4 Geek podcast, Sean is definitely right. Something that we haven't been doing, and we're going to be sticking to you for twenty twenty is really letting you know what separates us from other podcast shows. Yes. The G for Geek podcast is a show about geeks. Um, sharing their lives Sharing their love Sharing their uh, Enjoyment to pop culture And all things geek But at the same time Talking about their own Personal lives yeah, whether You never know Like yeah. there's
1: something There's something That you may mm-hmm. Relate to yeah. With one of us Yeah Right And you may You know Hey let's face it yeah. We're on Twitter We're on Instagram yeah. you want to communicate We're here
0: hobbies uh hobbies uh interests action uh anything but relationships we don't do that
1: yeah well relationships we left that new show yeah we left that that in (laughs) in 2019 yeah all right cool yeah so on that note we
0: are we are looking for a female co-host for the g4g podcast to replace one of us we're not gonna tell you who oh
1: really yeah Yeah. you're replacing yourself yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) what if i was replacing myself
1: if you're replacing yourself with a female i would not I would be flirting with the female half the And time. That's
0: harassment, sir. No, it's not. Me All right. too. Flirting. Me stop. too. Exactly. Stop. stop looking. Alright, you know what? Then
1: I... make sure you get a female. Okay, you know what? I'm to No, no, you already yeah. know you know know what you want to say. This, we
0: can we not be a Weinstein up in here. <laughs> no, we cannot. Uh, oh. You <laughs> so, said no, we cannot. <laughs> no, we cannot.
1: We're gonna Weinstein this up. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to reach out to the female demographic as well, Sean. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. It's okay. A, it's fine. It's okay. fine. Okay. So what we what you guys missed out on was the fact that we were talking about um, comments made by a very prolific director.
2: Yeah, Stephen King. You guys are a fan of Stephen Wait, King. Wait, Stephen King is a director? I thought he was just a writer. I think he probably direct, but he, he obviously... He's not a couple writer. He wrote yeah. how many books? A really? thousand. No, he's just wrote, only he's written. written.
0: I don't think he's directed. You sure? You sure? Has he? Let me see if Please, I am that. Because yeah, yeah. I don't remember Stephen King being a movie director. I know
1: he's a... I'm sure
0: he a, he's a, producer. He's a, producer. He's a producer. he's a writer like Tom he's Clancy. He's definitely a producer. He's, yeah. a, he's a writer like Tom Clancy. Uh, he's had a lot of his novels that were adapted uh, to movies. Yes. Yeah. So he's a big deal. Yeah. He's a big deal. And he he says something... Or did he direct it? Did he actually directed no, this he it. direct? No, it. no, he didn't direct. No, he didn't. But he wrote it. I but, don't even uh,
1: think he had a, I, don't, I I don't even know if he had influence on the movie yet. He got the check? That's probably funny. He yeah. To come through. yeah, he definitely got the check. And this
0: was more closer to the original book, wasn't it? E- Compared to the original movie. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, the ori- yeah. You can't necessarily compare the TV movie to the Every, everything. That's not different. true
0: because a lot of the TV movies, which had a lot of great success, like uh, Stephen King's The, Lob- the Land of Lears, um, It... Um, The Stand. So you're a big fan. You're a big fan of it. You know, I grew up watching a lot of the made-for-TV movies because my mother would watch the made-TV movies, as you know. And and a household with one TV, the adult, uh, you watch what your mom basically. watched. So I want you. To, all right. So I
2: I want to talk to you about this because mm-hmm. you are an artist. You know, you're creative, mm-hmm. Sean. You know, you got both for creative people. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate okay, thank it you. So he, you know, it's Oscar season. Mm-hmm. You know, all the movies are nominated. I don't know any of them, but he actually is allowed to nominate and categories. So this is what he wrote on Twitter. He Mm -hmm. says, as a writer, I am allowed to nominate in just three categories, best picture, best adapted screenplay, and best original screenplay. For me, the diversity issue as it applies to individual actors and directors anyway, did not come up. That said... I would never consider diversity in the matters of art. Only quality, it seems to me, to do otherwise would be wrong. What would you think about that? What's your response? Uh, to
0: that? First of all, I just want to say, like, this is something that I definitely want us to do more where we're going to Twitter and we're going yeah. to sources. Yeah. yeah. OK, so we clarify, can have. Responses. I
1: was wrong. Oh, uh, never okay. directed? He, he, he's only directed one movie. What was that? Maximum Overdrive. Oh, really? Is that. that good?
2: yeah we're not going there oh, okay <laughs> so, I'm, I'm gonna... so um it was his one last
1: <laughs> yeah movie. but he's, he's been a writer okay. for 310 credits years based on imdb 310
2: years so black twitter has like destroyed him um you know it, it's funny because he's a, he's he's mostly online with you know liberal politics mm-hmm. but they really did not like this i think he's being a little out of touch Um, but I just want to know what your thoughts is diversity. Does it matter in terms of art, in terms of nominating of any kind of award or whatever? Should it, should quality be the importance or diversity? And I know it's, I know it's not black
0: and white issue, but I think neither are mutually exclusive from others. I think it's about the quality of the cinematic look and the of storytelling, as well as the look, as well as the vision, but it's also about the characters and the writing behind it. Uh, if you film a movie that has shitty writing just because the quality of it looks good doesn't mean the movie's good mm. and as vice versa if you film a movie that the quality's there as far as writing and character and story plot but the visualization isn't there then you once again have a shitty movie so if his to me if his comment is speaking about like the diversity and you know how people Film and the way they storytell, and you know, there being different types of looks, whether if you're talking horror, suspense, drama. Um, biographies, so forth, so forth. then yeah, that is very important. That there has to be a, a great influence into the diversity of different ways of storytelling,
2: and, and also the characters and the cast. So, like I said, like you know, we're all minorities here. Mm-hmm. So, when you are looking, at, I asked Sean this earlier, I said, if you do have the ability to vote, the best picture is about having um, nominations about you know one who's black majority characters and directors should it be white or should it only be mattered on we he thinks it's the best possible movie regardless if it it's all white characters with a white director or black director with you
1: know what i mean like i feel like if it's a good movie it's a good movie yeah yeah and, you know, like there are great movies that are that have black actors black directors and there are good movies that have white directors white actors having race or any kind of diversity like that should not impact even though I yes it does it should not impact the quality of the movie right right whether you're watching hell there might be even a latino movie out there that's like an amazing movie right that you know we it gets nominated for an oscar and i'm like okay that's cool Mm -hmm. right Right. that means we're being represented representation is a big thing yeah. i give it that
2: because there's a lot of controversy controversy where when there's no minority like sometimes i think it went one time there was no uh, female directors being nominated like so well, should everyone have that seat at the table or does this feel force-fed so I, I, I feel here, like okay go ahead. here
0: here's my here's my view of this right i think we should start looking at who's doing the nominee not, not a nominate a nominating right? yeah who is it do we have a diverse stable of judges? I don't think Do we so. have a diverse. Now, that's that should be more of a question. Where is it an all white or is are there diverse? Is it diverse? Like it's not possible. Saying, that not, it, saying yeah. that, not saying like it, I don't want like an all black. I don't want an all Asian. I don't want an all Spanish. Mm. I want a diverse forum of people who are well adapted into the entertainment itself and understands what should be expected and what should we look for and we all have biases
2: i mean that's a natural human that we all have biases so it would make sense to have
0: a mixed group of people but But here's here's how we, we we've gotten to this place we've gotten to this place because for the longest as we know the the those who are sitting at the table have been the majority one nationality Mm -hmm. And the problem with that is, and I think this is a problem in general, when you keep seeing the same outcomes and it doesn't feel like there's any diversity, then you start to question and it may not be true. It may be that they're looking at something that is either factual or just we're not looking at to make their decisions. But at times where the decision making across the board, everyone's like, wait a minute, this is not this isn't shouldn't be happening like who's. Sitting at that table, that becomes a question. And I think that's why the question of diversity becomes a highlight. It should become more of a a question like who's sitting at that table when it comes to making these decisions.
1: Right. And that's the other thing. Like it's different. It's different when the movies themselves are picked. Right. And I know this year, the big controversy was there wasn't no diverse films that were picked.
2: Yeah, I think it yeah, Same, same old I guess, yeah. story. Yeah.
1: Right. Um, but the issue is, is that when you look at the panel of people and they should release the panel of people who are voting.
2: I wonder if you could look that up. It's possible. But yeah. Yeah. They, you're right. They should. They should. Those names. So those people should be able to explain why I picked these movies.
0: They should really articulate. That. Well, um, and not to not to like clout, but uh, the Philip DeFranco show last year, was it? Has a whole entire episode that's about, or is it uh, under Rogue Rocket? But they have a whole entire episode that talks about like uh, ano- nominations when it comes to movies yeah, yeah, yeah. and films, and I think that's something that's
1: really interesting to watch. Which the the other thing is uh, in a much more comedic sense. I watched um, Adam ruins everything. Okay. And in Adam ruins everything, oh he does he does he does too. an Oscar piece yeah. because he talks about the fact that the major- the main reason some of these Oscar-nominated films are even picked mm-hmm. is because they spend millions of dollars just advertising for the Oscar committee Especially these lava, lava, like, um, the um, John Oliver
0: yeah. has a piece come to John take. Oliver has a piece, John, too. Yeah, That's right. Too, because last year, I think there was a big issue where people were asking like, questions about that. Yeah. Um, I
2: mean, the problem is these awards make and break careers. Like, if you get... You get these opportunities You get you a nominated actress Or a nominated director It's a big deal It's a cachet I feel
1: like it's a. it was a bigger deal back then It's not such a big deal now Yeah? You think so? I feel like the, the, it's declining gradually Well, the show is so
2: boring I, I can't I don't watch well, it It's no, three I think, hours I think, I, you think know, the
0: expectations of films now Is completely different I think And so, kind of like with the last episode Where we're starting to see more cinema On streaming services yes. and TVs I think what's happening is Hollywood is running out of ideas or they feel like there's ideas that is being pitched that the consumer doesn't want instead of realizing that the consumer will take what you give them if it is a good product yes and the reason we keep seeing all – and this is just my, my feelings. We keep seeing, like, sequels or remakes because they're like, okay, let's go back to the audience that grew up with these things. Like, they're doing a new uh, Friday the 13th movie, oh, right? Yes. Um, I think they may be doing another Chucky movie. Uh, they're trying to do another Power Rangers movie. They're trying to do another – I think they're doing either an Alien Ninja or a Predator movie, movie too, yeah. But think about that. Like, stop – like – The whole our 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 culture, our our beings, our um, our species, like we are not only uh, adventures as far as like traveling and migrating, but we're also storytellers. And I think that if you tell me we have billions of people on this earth, that they are not new stories, even if. Even if it, it follows the same path with, when you're learning cinema or you're learning film or writing, you, you realize that story plots follow the same story plot. That's OK. As long as the story is new and mm-hmm. it's adventurous yeah. and we have new characters. The problem is
2: you have to convince that, that that corporation or that man with the fat check to try something different when he's like, wait a minute, we can just do Ninja Turtles 5 and I could project how much money I'm going to make. Because what, you know, what's a what's a safer bet of investment of money? The same rehash crap or something totally new that you have to explain to your audience what it is.
1: Yeah. But when you when you think about it, right. You say you do take a chance, right. And it becomes successful. Okay, you get a career defining even even if and this is the part that kills me. There are movies out there that are really good that got snubbed. Yeah. Okay. and for those actors and actresses, they still can go out and do big things. Right, I would always, I I personally understand the Marvel, the Marvel curse, if you will, mm-hmm. where you can pull out movie after movie after movie, and it could seem like the best movie on the planet. Like people were upset that Black Panther didn't get nominated. People were upset that Avengers Endgame didn't really get nominated. I th- I, th- I thought it should have.
0: I think if oh, that one classified as as superhero movies, but the thing is, but, but then
2: Joker actually, gets how many nominations? Adventure you know, movies. like yeah.
0: How Joker gets the nominations
2: while you know? Well, I mean, that, we know why. Well, we know why. So, but see, that's the thing. You know.
1: And let's talk about Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. He said it like it's it's not art. To so they they look for art, right? They, to them, this is a roller coaster ride, not Game a park movie.
2: ride.
0: Yeah,
1: oh, that's how they feel. Word, because Die Hard. Any uh, movie with, with, with
0: Bruce Her- Bruce Willis as the action hero, Stallone as the action hero, um, Schwarzenegger as the action hero, Van Damme as the action hero, um, need I say more? Let's talk yeah, about movies. None of them have been ever nominated for an Oscar. Let's talk about, oh, we need to look that up. I, I think that's wrong.
2: Um, Sylvester had one. But that's for Rocky with that 35 years ago. You know, right. yeah, let's, that's one. Yeah.
0: I mean, let's let's talk about this. But I'm stuff. talking about for like well, action. E- even yeah, if yeah, you yeah, know, we, we need to look that. it, I want I want that to be fact checked. Well, if we're wrong, then we know we'll, we'll bring it up another episode. Hmm. But let's talk about that. Let's talk about the 80s and the 90s and the way that we got action in horror movies. It's really no different than what we're getting now. What has changed mm-hmm. is once again, adding the, the life of social media where m- more and more people have opinions on movies that haven't even released yet. One yes. two. what we were talking about in the last episode where, um, more and more studios in their trailers are giving us the third act yeah. to a movie. So there's no room. I don't feel like there's any room for prior to the movie coming out for us to be like, Oh, to really get excited. Yeah. Like the reason we get excited with Marvel movies is because it's, It's not about, oh, what is the movie going to look like when it comes out? It's more of, oh, these are characters that we've always wanted to see on the screen portrayed in a story. Well, what about every other movie, whether if it's drama, horror, suspense and so forth? Mm -hmm. If you keep giving us more of the movie And people – and because the fans are also to blame too, I think. Mm -hmm. And people keep always overanalyzing and reviewing. You know I mean? YouTube channels have the top 10 things you should know about this movie or the speculations of this movie. And I'm not saying let's kill content. But at the same time, movies are losing their luster. So everything is over and I I agree and I disagree. Mm -hmm. Because you're one of them? Yeah, Yeah, pretty pretty much. I
1: I build – I love building anticipation. Right. And if you do these theories, it still builds anticipation because now, yeah, these are theories, but you don't know what's going to happen when you hit that theater. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, for example, Avengers Endgame. Right. You there was speculation and everything as to what that movie was going to end on. Mm -hmm. Right. Captain America was going to die. You know, half the Avengers were going to die, blah, 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 blah. Right. But at the end of the day, it turned into such a heartwarming and satisfying conclusion that nobody really ever suspected.
2: Yeah. And then they, then they shoot different endings and try to throw people off. I know I think Marvel is, uh
1: so used that tactic sometimes. So one of the big things they did too. was they told the actors that the, 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 the death scene, the the funeral scene was actually a wedding. So they went there and they were wondering, well, why am I wearing black at a wedding? <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. That's when they were told. But they were initially told that it was a wedding that they were going to for the end of the movie. Yeah. Well, I have a question for both of you. Do you think because just listening to
0: our conversation. Do you yeah. think that a part of the problem is that we're so used to the idea that Marvel, like movies like Marvel or any superhero movies is the new norm that we overlook everything else? I mean, it's like you said in the last episode, they
2: spend so much money advertising. You feel like there's nothing else. He's like, okay, this weekend is this movie coming out, and there may be other really good movies, well, yeah, and not, you don't but watch it. You them. know
1: what? As as a as a person, or like as a casual viewer. You understand? You don't really care about stuff like that. You don't care about artistic movies as a casual viewer. You trying to have a good like, time? Okay. All yeah. right. Now I have up here. I'm still. Ha- I will go next week okay. as regarding okay. st- Stallone and all yeah. those others. Yes, yeah, Right. But for now, I yeah. have the best pictures right here. Mm-hmm. 1917, Ford versus Ferrari, Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. Parasite, The Irishman, Little Women, Jojo Rabbit. And Marriage Story.
2: I did not. Only watched Joker. Once uh, upon a time is, is straight to Netflix, isn't it?
1: Marriage yeah, Story and Irishman. If I'm not mistaken, are Netflix movies. Okay.
2: Yeah, but you know they're smart. They put the movie in the theater a few times so, so it gets. I don't count, qualified. Uh, I don't want to count uh, Netflix. And I know people keep saying like the argument is that you need to count. Yes, Netflix. Spielberg is the one that said. Netflix like, movies should not be nominated for Oscars. I
0: think streaming yeah. services yeah. need to have their own award ceremony. Golden Globes. Aside. I think that's the one, right? TV? no, well, I think no, they need Golden to be Globes bigger.
1: Still do the same thing. Same shit. Oh, I think okay. the
0: stream services, such as like, need to have their own separate award ceremonies aside from cinema. Um, and I kind of want to tie this back into what Spielberg is talking about. I think once again. And the audience is a part of this, um, who who go to movies and watch movies. Uh, Hollywood is a part of this. Uh There is no diversity in film anymore, because where you just said, like, nobody cares about the artistry of movies. Uh You know, that has been slowly taken out. It's more about the mass production. It's more about the quantity and not the quality. But I have to disagree with you
1: on that. And then for one movie... Which right? Oh, you're using one movie to represent your whole example? For right now, yes, <laughs> because it's a recent movie. Which movie? Knives Out. Okay. Knives Out was such an original movie, but it's a it, it, but it's also a homage to all those different whodunit mystery type movies that it gained such a garnered attention. But that okay, so that's
0: good that you're highlighting that. But the thing is, I couldn't think what Spielberg is saying is we don't have enough of that.
1: And, but so, and the reason why we don't have enough of that is because people don't. People are afraid to go to a movie now and be disappointed, which is why movie Marvel movies and to a lesser extent DC and a bunch of others, <laughs> right? They 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 get the money that they get because they know what their their fans okay, and the, but the so, viewers but,
0: know what to expect. But Marvel and, and DC it. aside, Marvel and DC aside, right? Right. And I think you're kind of like pushing on my point. The fact that people are disap- – the reason people are disappointed in going to the movies is because we're letting – I feel – we're letting people. We're letting our neighbors. We're letting our friends. We're letting content on YouTube. We're letting content on Twitter. I don't we're think letting- that's Hold the up. case. And this is way before – So when you're – so this, oh, the- this is way before we even get to um having – um. Uh, what is it? Screenings. We're letting so many people dictate how we should feel about a movie,
1: what we should think about the movie, what we should expect from the movie. How is that any different? Because How is that any different from the critic reviews that we see? Especially back in the days when you used to watch Siskel and Ebert.
0: Okay, here's the big difference with Siskel, Siskel and Ebert. Siskel and Ebert didn't preview a movie before the movie came out. They previewed the movie when the movie came out. So you're getting a a more real time review on a movie and that's fine. I would rather a review from somebody at the moment that the movie comes out versus somebody trying to give me a review on a movie that is two to three months away from coming out and then add a hundred content creators, add a hundred publishing, add Hollywood. There's so many. So the thing is about the upsell, everyone wants to upsell their product, but in upselling your product. You're now devaluing your product you're devaluing the quality you're I think the upsell actually pushes people away from going to the movies and saying stuff like this you know what I'll wait till it comes out on Netflix I'll wait till
1: it's on Hulu. I'll wait until it's on digital I feel like I feel like that's that's only the case for movies. See because here's the thing. Can you,
0: can you say like this? this? Can you say this without mentioning Marvel and DC? Yeah. Take them out the equation. No, no, Let's I, say we never we never started doing Marvel and DC movies, but we were still dealing with the same topic of diversity. Uh, could you say the same thing?
1: Yes, I could say exactly the same thing because this is no different than what we were in the '80s and the '90s, where people would go to the movies and be like, "You know what? That shit was trash. I'm not going to go see it." So but that tell you but that was you fine. your people. Don't go see it. But yet they would get nominated for an Oscar.
0: But that's fine. The reason it was fine in the the 80s and the 90s is because we as a people and the reason we went to the movies is because unlike before before social media and video games where we're at now, Mm -hmm. where you can go home into your house and where there's nothing to do, there's a hundred things you can do. And you still sit there and be like. Oh my God, there's nothing to do. When cable first came out, people were excited. Ooh, a hundred channels. Now people sit at home uh, flicking through the channels like, oh, there's nothing on. A hundred channels, and you fucking telling me there's nothing on? Or like... or <laughs> a person or, who's or, done that, or thing. like... Right. Or like, it's, it's the same notion and you can relate it to the fact that people are like, oh, kids don't go outside anymore. They don't know what it's like to go outside. All they do is sit at home and play things. But even in that argument... It's still the same thing. The reason kids don't go outside is because society has dictated that it's not safe to go outside. So just like with movies,
1: society has dictated what we should watch and what we shouldn't watch. I I feel like that's a completely extremist attitude (laughs) That's not. It's extremist. The only idea,
2: uh, I guess the only parallel I can think of when Charles is talking about is in terms of professional wrestling, right? like mm-hmm. professional wrestling was at the height around the, you know, the 80s and 90s where you didn't have that much access uh, to information.
0: 90s, early two thousand. Added to no, We're going 90s. Oh, to, oh, we're going okay, from okay.
2: 80s to 2000. Okay. Oh, it was really good work where you didn't have that much access to information. You didn't know Who's, who actually signed Or anything Like right. Which you, The product is what you saw Yeah But now We know If someone's hurt for real We know who actually got signed Who got released And I feel like That that product is devalued And also How I toxic like, I don't think The so. fans are No 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 I,
1: I agree with that Only because If you look at the numbers Back then Versus the numbers now We can never repeat the numbers that we have gotten during at least the Attitude Era or even just before. The fans that, are too right?
2: smart for their own good. I don't know if that's a weird thing the to say. Internet,
1: okay, now the Internet Wrestling Community, the IWC, is is a little bit too... Is that acronym? You know... Really? Yeah, uh, okay. yeah I'm Attacking them. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. Are you a it. part
2: of that? I'm doing it. Are you
1: a part of that community? Yes, I am. I okay. Charles, you? No, I'm not. Oh. Uh, so the Internet Wrestling Community... <laughs> even I have my referee shirt. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Has, has always prided itself of knowing... Stuff just because they've seen or they've heard or they've Mm -hmm. watched, you know, behind the scenes footage, practice footage, things like that. Mm -hmm. Right? Then yes, there are people that I know personally that have been in the game, right? And they've also done their criticism and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, cool. You understand? At the end of the day, people are still watching the product. Okay. Yeah. No matter what, there's people still. Right now. Everybody hates the Rusev and Lana storyline. But they're still watching the show. But they're still watching it. That's weird. Right? Well, I, well, I can so see the difference. So, but, the so this I want to quote.
0: Can I quote, quote Baba Booey from Howard Stern? <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, wait, okay. wait.
1: Let me finish because mm-hmm. I was about to segue into mm-hmm. to what we were talking about. Think about it like this. They always say, if you don't want something, don't watch it. Mm-hmm. That follows into the movie world as well. Well, okay. So, so now people are watching these big name movies because they want to see it. So now comes the thing where it's like all right as an as a as a director mm-hmm. I want to make a movie that appeals to the to to the human psyche. Right? But you're only going to get a niche fandom for that. Mm-hmm. Especially now where everybody who is dealing with such negativity in the world and being desensitized by the problems just want to escape. They want to do a positive, more. action-based escape where it's like they just want to not deal with the world for two and a half hours. Wait, but that doesn't make sense because in the 80s and the 90s
0: we, we had that. When we were calling Russians terrorists, we were calling people from the Middle East terrorists. The only thing that happened is after 9-11 that shit became too real for us but <laughs> that we, was right started, right next we started transitioning. But wait, That's no. always
1: been something. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is that those weren't artistic films. They were action films. Oh, they whoa, were,
0: back then you couldn't say that
1: but but when do you Die mean hard. I can't say Die Hard Die Hard was Die hard, Die hard nominated
0: we have to look at that <laughs> but, it, Die hard, but, but I'm gonna but, look and see if but, Die Hard was for ever all the, nominated for, the, for an Oscar for, all the, for all the cinema to it it was a great movie
2: yeah obviously
1: it's it's what they call cult
2: classics but we're not it's, we're not Oscar guys and, we're not, we're and not and watching don't those, those kind of movies, I movies anyway I'm to doubt that for a
0: second to quote Boba Booey from the Howard Stern show right uh, in private parts, he said, Howard, the people who love you watch your show because they want to see what you do next. The people who hate you watch your show because they want to – they listen to your show because they want to see what you do next. That's how we are. We watch things that we hate because we want to so, see – so, so excitement. I, I, yeah, we want to see yeah. what's going to happen. I hate loving hip-hop. Right. Oh God. I hate I hate those shows. But you know what? Why do I watch them? I don't know. Because it's a guilty <laughs> pleasure when I, don't watch when I do find myself walking in the living room. Uh, um, what's the one with uh, the, the, the the Italians from? Um, um, no idea. From the beaches on down TV. Uh, oh, Jersey Shore. Uh, Jersey Shore. hate that show. But why do I watch it? Because that drama makes me feel better about my life. And reality shows make us feel better about our lives. Movies are the same way, whether if they're good or bad. In a moment, when we're learning about characters that are written well, mm. it makes us feel better about our lives. If you're talking about the underdog and the story, the reason people like Bleach and Naruto, as much as they hate them in the beginning, is because they're about the underdog. We do not I don't feel like we have enough movies, and superhero movies kind of give us that now, the underdog story, but we don't have enough, and I think that's where the artistic value comes in. It's not about, and that's why I said the two are not mutually exclusive, the writing part and the cinema filming part. They're they're both together and if you're not getting that level of diversity across the board. Mm-hmm. And I uh, and I'm saying this in the sense of taking Marvel and DC out the equation, mm-hmm. then we you really have no entertainment. So I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna prove an example. Oh, by it. what you're saying. Okay.
0: Right.
1: And it's an Oscar nominated film. By the way, I looked it up. Die Hard was nominated for four Oscars but never oh. won any. It was still nominated. What's the category? But it was, it was nominated for best sound mixing, okay. Best is, visual effects, definitely. Best edited, best sound editing, and best film editing. But that, that still takes. counts. It, it's still a portion of the movie. You got something? Got something. got something? You, I got something. you yeah. say that it
0: was like was it a, was it nominated for best movie? No, okay. We that would have helped. That would have built the argument a little bit more. But visualization, sound is still
1: a part of the cinematic. So, the Irishman. Oh, God. Is an Oscar nominated film for this year. It's good. Yeah. Is it good? Really? I, I didn't watch it. I, it. I think, I think it. the majority of the actual audience mm-hmm. did not find it to be good.
0: What, what are we basing that off of? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes? We can talk about Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Because I, I think
0: Rotten Tomatoes also is another. Rotten
1: Tomatoes, Metacritic. If you really look at it, right, this is another division of critics versus fans, right? Much like how we're dealing with Sky Rise of mm-hmm. Skywalker and, you know, Last Jedi and everything like that right and critics wise they thought it was a great film fan wise they thought it was too overbloated it was too long and that it's something that they wouldn't watch
0: again all right hold that thought so fan so critic wise right and let's say the critics sitting at this table understand cinema and they understand storytelling right? right fan wise to go back to something you said earlier if with fans we're so deluded and we can't recognize art anymore of course you're going to get sites that are like hey our beliefs is oh this is thumbs down oh less stars we didn't like the movies it's overbloated. it's this if you read the comments are the comments really talking about the art aspect or are they doing what most people do when they see art i like it or i dislike it why do you dislike it they can't really tell you in detail why they dislike it so they use the simple okay now
1: this is where and it's about where, the appreciation but, of art but here's the thing this is where content creation comes in mm-hmm. right there are people out there that have content creators that have literally broken down the psychology of the irishman and why it's it should not be an oscar nominated film okay right the point is is that you understand as, as much as I love the fact that you know there are movies still out there for art I understand also the fact of why people were upset people like Adam Sandler was snubbed for Uncut Gems have you ever seen that movie? no and I gotta say is it good? It's really freaking. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Right, Adam Sandler actually does a great performance, and this isn't the first time that first Adam all, Sandler first has all, played a dramatic first of all, character. Can
0: we can we not utilize him because he's an underrated actor? But that's he the point. Get, but why, why
2: no point? one? Why no one there who who's deciding to nominate saw it and thought that came
1: right. in there? But once again, or, or better you want to pan it to the crowds? You want to pan it to the crowds? Why wasn't Robert Downey Jr. nominated at all? I thought he should have been. He should have been I for
0: Endgame. Been. Yeah, so he should have been. there.
1: Yeah. That man's nuances and the fact of his
0: journey. And once again, it go, so it goes back to what I'm saying in general. There's so many factors. You can't just be like, it's the, the people sitting at the table who, who nominate. You can't just be like, oh, it's the audience. Oh, it's Hollywood. We are all a part of these contributing factors. So once again, going back to what Stephen King is saying, if we aren't looking at What makes diversity in movies? If we're not looking at the film aspect, if we're not looking at the storytelling aspect, if we're going based off what you're saying, that, oh, in relationship, in relation to the idea of this being bloated, this not being something that we can connect to, it's not fast enough for us. It's not simplified for us. We lose the sense of art. Once again, if you go to a museum to look at a painting and you like that painting and I ask you, hey... What do you think about that painting? And you say, I like it. That's not telling me why you enjoy that painting, giving me details. Now, if you get to a point that you can't tell me why you like that painting because you can't even express what the details are, that becomes a problem. And I think with cinema, that's what's happening. The reason we are Mm -hmm. questioning diversity in cinema is because as an audience, we are so overloaded with with things coming to us Mm -hmm. that we don't know how to... Pick out, hey, you know what? Even though everybody's saying this is a shitty movie, you know what? Now that I understand what to look for in a movie and I understand storytelling, yeah. this is actually a good movie. I think it goes back to. And I think, well, I think, I I think, you, think you
2: both said really it. Back there. Yeah, I, you both said it. People go to watch, experience things for different reasons. Yeah, Some people just want to watch some bullshit on TV or in the movies. And like I said, just detach for a while. Yeah. Some people are looking for more when they're watching. And obviously for the Oscars, they got a criteria that most of us, I would say majority of movie goers like myself are dumb. We ain't trying to figure all that shit out. We want to see, is it interesting? Is it fun?
0: Did I enjoy myself? That I not waste my money? So you know. I agree with you. And that's a problem there because the whole point of the Oscars and a- nominating movies is supposed to be a nominating them based on the factor of visual yeah, storytelling you're right. yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. and storytelling. But if the audience who are watching these award ceremonies are can't connect to why they're being nominated, yeah. then it's not the, it, it may not be those who are sitting there critiquing and, and nom- nominating. It could be the audience. Once again, and it goes based on what you're saying. If people want more simple when they see visual storytelling, mm-hmm. then you start to lose out on the artistry that goes behind the storytelling. If you can't recognize the, um, um, oh god, one of the best movies ever. Um, Fight Club, mm-hmm. right? If you can't see the artistry and the psychology between behind the story art of Fight Club, and you're like, oh my god, Fight Club is a horrible movie, then it's kind of like. Who has really sat down with you and talked to you about storytelling and the visual aspects behind storytelling? Yeah, I'm sorry, this is a very passionate conversation. Well, clearly, but
1: I did, yeah, yeah, it kind of wasted our entire <laughs> time. Like, yeah, so, okay. so
2: Star Wars. I guess we're not gonna get into the Star Wars thing. No, we're gonna have to wait it another time. So another time. Then, so another time. But I, well, yeah, yeah, it was a spirited conversation. I I, I do understand all points involved. Yeah. I really think it, it's about how where you're coming in with your own perspectives, your own experiences, and how you watch um, art. Because it's all art. I mean, Soul Plane is art. I know Soul Plane is a terrible movie, but it's all created by. But think something.
0: about the audience that it reaches. It's like Madea movies. I Madea movies. I think they're. I don't. They're not for not me. Not but Finn? I know it's not that I'm not a Tyler Perry. It, Those movies aren't for me. But there's a. A following for that yeah. but with that being said uh, we have to wrap up yeah. I do want to say some good news so next week um, Hannibal will be uh, recording his first demo of the Arch Romance oh. title in question <laughs> with his co-host um, Kim yeah can't wait um, Sean Luke I think in, a, in next week or the week after will be on the Nerds of the Roundtable podcast um, just to put that out there so we are working on big things and once again this is Charlie Radio Williams and this is Sean Luke and, and- okay and as always we are out of here
1: the cheese for Geek podcast with charlie radio williams and sean Luke is a presentation of sketchfed studios produced by charlie williams and edited by hannibal darby To find more episodes of the GS4Geek podcast, make sure you check them out at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else your podcast needs. If you need to hear Charlie Radio-Williams and Sean Luke Shoot the Shit on any of your topics or questions, please send a tweet to the two geeks on Twitter, or you can send a message on Instagram for the Geektopians. For web series, podcasts, blogs, and more, please make sure to head over to SketchFedStudios.com. And as always, stay geeky. Stay you.